0: In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, glory be to Jesus Christ. We Continue our study of the life of the Blessed Virgin Mary. We've been talking about her conception, her nativity, and today we will get a little bit of a glimpse into her young childhood. As we concluded last week, we described an icon that depicts the Virgin being caressed by her parents. Beautiful, beautiful icon. Shows Joachim and Anna huddled over their little infant, Mary, and was intended to depict her before she had taken her first steps. She is shown inclining towards her mother for the parental kiss. And the child is about to be kissed by Joachim while she places her hand on the face of her mother. Very beautiful picture of a family. Think of this elderly couple. They're in their, probably in their 80s. Way beyond the years, they should have been able to have children. And here they are, a little baby girl. God has given to them and they have dedicated her to God. They have promised that they would return her to God for his service. Now, according to the Proto-Evangelium, a charming incident relating Mary's first steps is recounted, where she displays, displays miraculous precocity. The child grew and increased in strength daily, When Mary was about nine months old, Anna set her on the ground to see whether her daughter could stand. Mary indeed stood up and walked seven steps and came again to her mother. Anna then picked her up. And there's a beautiful icon here also of showing Mary walking towards Anna to be picked up by her. Anna had made her daughter's bedchamber into a holy place, a sanctuary. Now, young parents especially can relate to this. You see this so often when, especially when a young couple are married and maybe they're going to have their first child, the excitement of preparing the baby's room, painting the room, decorating the room with themes related to the child... Putting the furniture in the room crib and just getting it prepared. And this is what Anna did for Mary, only hers was a little bit different. She made it into a holy place, a sanctuary, permitting nothing, nothing common or unclean to pass through Mary. Now, this is an extraordinary thing, but in reality, this is what Christian parents are challenged to do also for their children. To the best of their ability, not allow anything common or unclean, anything detrimental to them, to come through that, either in their, what they eat, what they drink, what they listen to, what they see with their eyes, what they experience. The goal of the parents is to, to nurture their children with goodness, surrounded in many ways, whatever ways are possible. And we see this example is set by Anna as she's preparing, she prepared a room for Mary. It says that she made her daughter's bedchamber into a holy place, a sanctuary, permitting nothing common or unclean to pass through. Anna then invited certain undefiled maidens of the daughters of Israel. And this is another important point. So parents want to surround their children with um, playmates who are edifying for them, safe playmates, holy people who share their values and so that they will be encouraged to walk in the steps of Christ. And so Anna did this for Mary. She had invited certain undefiled maidens, virgins, of the daughters of Israel, and they attended to Mary also by carrying her about hither and thither. So in other words, unless she was an infant and couldn't walk, she was just carried by, of course, by Anna and Joachim, but also these young maidens who would help her and carry her around. So she was being treated very carefully as a holy person, a holy thing, as all children should be, really. Really. What is depicted here as extraordinary is really the goal that we all have as parents for our children. Now, Mary's first anniversary of her nativity, in other words, her first birthday, according to the Proto-Evangelium, was celebrated by Joachim with a feast to which he invited the priests, the scribes, the elders, and all the people of Israel. So also we hear this, church, this chant by the church. What is this sound of feasting that we hear? Joachim and Anna mystically keep festival. O Adam and Eve, they cry, rejoice with us today, for if by your transgression ye close the gate of paradise to those of old, we now have been given a glorious fruit. Mary, the child of God, who opens its entrance to us all. <clears throat> the hymnographer St. Romanus also chants, Consequently, the tribes of Israel heard that Anna had given birth to the pure virgin and they all rejoiced with great gladness Joachim held a great feast and celebrated splendidly the miraculous birth and when he had summoned to prayer the priests and the Levites he placed Mary in the midst of all in order that she be magnified you know and this is so beautiful you know we do this we have birthday parties for for little children like when they're one year old and they're the center of attention for the party but of course Usually, they, don't, they really don't realize that it's all about them. <laughs> but it is about them. And this is the same for Mary in this party. During the festiv- festivities, Joachim brought his daughter before the priests, and they blessed her and said, O God of our fathers, bless this child and give her an everlasting name throughout all generations. And all the people replied, So be it. Amen. <coughs> it's kind of a prophetic blessing here because indeed... Her name has been blessed by all generations. Patriarch Germanos adds, No more are the gifts of Joachim turned away, for the lament of Anna is changed to joy. Let all the children, chosen Israel rejoice with me, she says, for behold, the Lord has given me the living pavilion <coughs> of his divine glory under the joy and gladness of all and the salvation of our souls. We see that the rejection of Joachim when he, when he brought his offering before, this, before the conception and how he was turned away, now is undone by he's bringing his offering. And this time his hands are not empty. His hands are not childless, but they are full of this child Mary. Joachim then brought his daughter before the chief priests and they too blessed her saying, O God, most high, look upon this child and bless her with the utmost blessing which shall be an everlasting blessing. In this incident, Mary's divinely appointed role is being manifested to all people. And this is an exceptional thing because the Jews did not typically celebrate birthdays. The, the main event for a young child was for a, a male child would be brought and dedicated on the 40th day. But this was a break from custom and tradition. An exceptional religious rite is also being performed whereby Mary, though a female, is sanctified by the invited priests. According to Jewish religious practice, birthdays were not celebrated. Also, only firstborn males on the 40th day after birth received the priestly blessing in the temple. In this case, however, for a married couple after 50 years of marriage to produce a much-desired offspring became the cause of communal joy. Moreover, the elderly couple fully intended to dedicate their offspring, male or female, to the temple and the service of God. In the icons of the famous monastery of Korah, Joachim is seen presenting his infant daughter, but Anna is excluded from the rite. Joachim advances to receive the benediction from the three high priests sitting on a long bench behind a table. Three priests... Symbolic of the Holy Trinity. The All-Holy One is nestled in drapery that completely covers her father's hands. In other words, he's, he's, uh, the Joachim is covered with a, a robe or a tunic or something, and he's got his hands covered. So he's, he's holding Mary, but without actually touching her. And this is symbolic of her sacredness and likens her to a holy vessel being born toward the altar. So then Anna then snatched her up and took her into the sanctuary of her bedchamber and then gave her the breast. Anna then uttered a song to the Lord saying, I will sing a song to the Lord my God for he hath looked upon me and hath taken away the reproach of my enemies. The Lord hath given me the fruit of his righteousness singular in its kind and richly endowed before him. Who will tell the sons of Reuben That Anna gives suck. Hear ye, O twelve tribes of Israel, Anna gives suck. She then laid Mary down to rest in the room which she had consecrated and went out and ministered to her guests. When the feast concluded, all went away rejoicing and praising the God of Israel. I will conclude with that, and the next lesson we will talk about the entrance of the Virgin Mary into the temple. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, glory be to Jesus Christ.